Wow. Good morning, dear friends. I welcome you to this uh, Sunday morning. And we want to glorify God again for witnessing another week. We want to appreciate God for the past weeks. We want to thank God for the past months in the year. His faithfulness has brought us thus far. To Him alone be the glory. I want us to take this song together to appreciate Him. Jesus is Alpha, Alpha, no Omega. Jesus, Jesus is Alpha, Alpha, Omega. So we praise Him for His Alpha. Alpha no minga, so we praise him for his alpha. Alpha no minga, like him, like him I want to be, to live forever like him, like him I want to be. To live forever, so I praise Him for His Alpha. Alpha no minga, so we praise Him for His Alpha. Alpha no minga. Beloved, I pray for you this morning that this week the Lord will strengthen your hands. The Lord will teach your hands to war and your fingers to fight. This week, in the name of Jesus Christ, you will not lose out of the race of life. You will walk in victory this week. The Lord will prosper you this week. The Lord will strengthen you. You will not be weary you will not be frustrated. You will not be tired. The Lord will help you. You will have strength for the journey ahead. And testimonies of God's faithfulness will not cease in your life in the name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Now, this morning, we will start a discussion uh, just for a few days on the subject keeping yourself pure. Keeping yourself pure. We take our text from First John chapter 3 from verse 1 to 3. It says, Behold what manner of love has the Father bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in him purifies himself, even as he is pure. Now, in the last one week, our attention and prayers were on making heaven at last, regardless of whatever this world offered us. 
whether we are rich like our father Abraham or poor like our brother Lazarus here on the earth, all that matters to us now is that we must make it there. I pray again this morning, we shall all be there. We shall make it successfully in the name of Jesus. Let me remind you of what Jesus said in that John chapter 14 from verse 1 to 3. He said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. However, like I've said for a few days now, we're going to look at the EU of purity as our subject. We want to make heaven. You want to live well here on the earth. You want to enjoy the benefits of God's presence here on the earth. Then you cannot afford to ignore the call to purity. Uh, now, this hearing is meant for those who have first been redeemed. You must have been born again. Secondly, it is also a subject for those who hope to meet the Lord at his return and to go with him. Now, if you belong to these two categories, then we are good to go. As we can see in our main text, in that first John chapter 3, from verse 1 to 3, the Bible says, He that has this hope in him purifies himself even as he is pure. Now, we cannot be talking about purity with someone who is not yet saved. You will be asking for the impossible. Why? Because I read it in Romans chapter 8 from verse 7 to 9. It says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. You know, those are absolute statements. So he said, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if any man hath not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. You know, some of us, uh, instead of ministering salvation to our spouses, to our children, we are preaching purity. We are rebuking their impure lives and all that. You expect them to comply with your instruction. It will not happen because a carnal mind cannot please God. Now, to be pure is to be unadulterated, unmixed, undiluted, unalloyed, uncontaminated, filtered, refined, perfect, unblended, and so on, and so forth. Now, hear me. This is just dictionary interpretation of the word pure. To be unadulterated, 
undiluted, unmixed, unalloyed, uncontaminated, filtered, refined, perfect, unblended, and so on. Now, without any gainsaying, one of the major challenges we are facing in our days is that of the ability to maintain a pure life. I don't know whether you believe that. This is what I have discovered. It is more challenging because the environment where we live today is heavily polluted. The sights and the words we encounter here and there are largely infectious, yet the demands of our God remains unchanged. God wants you to be pure, whether the environment is pure or not, whether the words and the sight we are seeing are pure or not. God said we must be pure. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19, the Bible says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God stands sure, having this sealed, the Lord knoweth them that are his. He said, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. The foundation of God stands sure. God does not shift his foundation. He doesn't shift his demand. All right? What he said years ago is what he's saying now. In Psalm 119, from verse 88 to 90, he says, Quicken me after thy loving kindness, so shall I keep the testimony of my mouth, of thy mouth. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Thy faithfulness is unto all generations. Thou hast established the earth, and it abides firm. Now, beloved, the word of God is settled in heaven. It will not be edited. It will not be altered. And this word abides to all generations. Even though our generation is more of an endangered generation than the generations gone past, yet God is still demanding the same because he himself is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, that is in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8. All right, our God is also restless. He does not change from one place to another. Oh, uh, the standard of God for African Christians maybe is different from European Christians. No, it's the same God, the same standard. He wants us to be pure. He is pure. To maintain a pure life is God's will for you and me. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 from verse 3 and verse 4. He said, for this is the will of God. Even your sanctification that you should abstain from fornication. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. The emphasis this morning, beloved, is for us to know God's demand for our purity. He wants you to be unadulterated. He wants you to be unpolluted, uncontaminated, but set apart for him. This battle, many have lost it. Why so many people are still fighting it, including you and me? 
The battle for purity is getting more intense, both at the pulpit and at the pews. The church have become very weak in influence and impact, primarily because of the hidden internal decay, and it is widespread. Wow. We can no longer pretend that all is well with us when we ourselves know it is not. At individual level, our spiritual strength has been practically reduced, if not lost, because of impurity. Our prayers are no longer effectual, as the Bible assured us, because of this same menace. This morning, we want to plead with God to purify us. You know, some of the testimonies, I don't know whether you have felt this way, some of the testimonies of the exploits of the men of God, men of faith, whether in the Bible days or in the past, immediate generations, what they did in the name of the Lord, they look so much different from what obtains in our days. It's as if God has changed. It's as if the word of God has changed. No. If there is any change at all, it is in us. It is about us. We are often tempted many times also to be pointing fingers at others, whereas we ourselves, we need help. Beloved, our prayer is for ourselves. You will pray for yourself this morning. I will pray for myself. We are yet going to pray for others. But this work must start with us. The work of purity. Beloved, you must not lose the battle. Many great men, men of God, have been brought down by the adversary. Many upcoming shining stars have been cut short all because of the power of hell that is holding people in impurity. David, the man after God's heart, prayed in Psalm 139, 23 and 24. He says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Lord, purify me. Make me clean. Remove from me every contamination and make me pure. This is the prayer I feel that we need to pray this morning. We're going to be digging this word a little uh, in the course of two, three days ahead of us. Uh, but I want you to pray for yourself and ask God to purify you. Lord, purify my heart. Purify me. Lord, make me clean from every pollution and contamination. Lord, deliver me. Purge my heart. Purge my life. Beloved, I want you to plead with God. Search me. David says, search me, O Lord. Lord, I'm asking you also to search me this morning and see if there be any wickedness in me, if there be any evil in my heart, in my thoughts. Lord, purify me, sanctify me, O God of Israel. 
in the name of Jesus, Lord God of heaven, I don't want to be an anathema to you. I don't want to be rejected by your spirit. I want to be pure just as you are pure. Lord, purge me this morning. Help me by your spirit to live an acceptable life in your sight. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I encourage you, be in God's presence today. Join believers and the Lord bless you. And your brother, Sunday Awe.